The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition. With Gary Ray, in our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is February 17, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. I'm your host, Gary Ray, and joining me today we have Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs. Sir, how are you doing this morning? Just great, Gary. Uh, we're snowed in and we're trying our best to stay warm. Oh, so am I. Uh, <laughs> so, Bill, uh, you remember having I hoot on last week, didn't don't you? It's, yes, sir. It's spelled I H O O T dot org. Just remember that, our listeners, because it's a very important program. Last week we had them on. They told our veterans and their families how they can go on free vacations. Of course, if you're only interested on in a free vacation, uh, go ahead back up to I hoot and uh, check them out. You have to go there anyway to register before that vacation, before you're interested in a vacation. So go to IHOOT, that's I-H-O-O-T dot org, and register. Uh, you'll be staying at a four- to five-star condo. So go there, learn more about it, and don't forget to register. Also, what I'd like you to do is join us at the American Heroes Breakfast Club. Veterans and active military are invited for a free breakfast on either Monday or Tuesday between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Your first breakfast is free. Just show us your VA card, your military ID, or your driver's license with the veteran's designation on it. And that's all we ask is next week when you come back, bring another vet with you so they can enjoy their free breakfast. We want to put this together on a weekly peer-to-peer breakfast club meeting. Get involved. Meet the American Heroes Network team. And in March, we're actually having a representative from the VA come down to explain my my healthy vet program. This is something that every vet needs to know about and sign up for. We're actually located at the 1876 Heritage Inn and Red Roof Cafe at 300 South Volusia uh, Avenue in Orange City, Florida. This is all made possible by First Class Merchant Services. We do have another affiliate out in Medford, Oregon. They meet every Wednesday at Punky's Diner. And actually, they're for your West Coast vets. So, Bill, do you believe that every Wednesday they have 60 veterans showing up for breakfast? Well, certainly, Gary, good camaraderie, good food, and please arrive early. Yeah, definitely. Otherwise, there's standing room only. Now, I want to tell you a story, a quick, quick story before we get to our guest. Now, we ran across a vet the other day. Asked him if he, was, if he signed up, ever signed up for the VA. He said, no, uh, they'll kill me. 
Well, <laughs> you can't think that way. Uh, we, so what he did, he reached in his pocket, pulled out his wallet, and he says, I don't have a problem. I have a choice card. You have to be signed up in the VA before that choice card is going to take effect. For, for some reason, they have mailed every vet, whether you're a member of the VA or not, at choice card. You don't want to get caught with your pants down. Okay, so join the VA. There's no harm in joining it, getting your records, uh, get checked out. Uh, then that choice card will be effective. Okay, so again, uh, this is another. Here's, you know, our guest today is kind of unique because uh, this is another resource that I knew nothing about. Bill, you have the honor of introducing our guest. Certainly, Gary, and it is an honor today to introduce our guest, Sharon Matia who began her state career in Maryland in July 1984 when she joined the small staff at the Charlotte Hall Veterans Home as the assistant to the commandant. In over 30 years at Charlotte Hall, Sharon has been an integral part in the operation and expansion of the home, watching it grow from four residents and 20 staff to the current occupancy of 417 residents and over 400 employees. Sharon's dedication to the home and its residents culminated in June 2008 when she accepted the position of Director, Veterans Home Program, serving as the contract manager for the State of Maryland Veterans Home Operation. As director, she is responsible for monitoring the operation of the facility to ensure contract compliance with federal, state, and local regulations and to provide oversight of resident care, fiscal management, and support services. Sharon serves as the on-site advocate for residents and responds to inquiries by residents family, and elected officials. She is actively involved in the marketing of the home and maintains liaison with veteran and community organizations locally and statewide to promote the awareness of Charlotte Hall Veterans Home and the service it provides. Sharon Mattia, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Forbes, and thank you, Gary, for inviting me on your show. Um, I welcome the opportunity to enlighten and educate your audience about the wonderful program we have in Maryland with the Charlotte Hall Veterans Home. So let me know how I can start. All right. Well, it seems like, is this one of the older ones that's been in existence for 30 years? Well, not actually the oldest. Um, the program was in, uh, started in the 1930s. Um, so there are some homes that were built in the early 30s, and we have 151 state veterans' homes across the country. And the one in Rocky Hill, Connecticut, before we had a Department of Veterans Affairs, a U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, was actually the first um, old soldiers' home, as they used to be called. So the program has been around for a long time, and we're, we're fairly, um, fairly new compared to the 1890s. Uh-huh. Why is this one different than any other nursing home? Well, uh, Charlotte Hall provides services to veterans, honorably discharged veterans and their spouses, and 
the VA, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, provides a daily per diem to reduce the veteran's cost of care. If you require assisted living care, that daily per diem is $41 a day. If you, per, if you require nursing home care, it's $101 a day towards your care. And if you're a 70% or service-connected veteran, your cost to stay in the nursing home is at no charge to you. No charge. That's No phenomenal. charge. That's the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs pays your full cost of care. It does have to be 70% service-connected, right? Correct. All right. That's, that's pretty good. I that's think that's a good. pretty good deal. And yeah. we... We have tremendous support in our community from the veterans organizations, as Mr. Forbes can attest, from the DAV to the American Legion, the VFW, um, Purple Heart. I mean, we have an outpouring of volunteer hours and also um, monetary donations. That's, that is unbelievable. Now, as far as the VA goes, I mean, it's, it's always been, uh, 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 as far as the VA, uh, paid for? Um, the, a portion, um, the 70%? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, the 70% program started in 2011. So that's a new program where the nursing home care is provided at no charge. The per diem has always been in effect, um, and the, that amount is um, reviewed annually by the United, United States Department of Veterans Affairs, and it has been adjusted the 30 years that I've been there, every year there's been an increase in the per diem. So we've been very lucky. Um, it's, it's arranged to pay for about a third of the care for the veteran's cost of care. You can't find that in any other nursing home or program. It's specifically a VA program that joins and partners with a state. And as I mentioned, Maryland has one veteran's home. Pennsylvania has five. Florida, I believe I sent you the list, has has six or seven. So this is a benefit that nationally I'm not sure veterans know about. No, they don't. (laughs) I can tell you that right now. They don't. You know, when you ask a handful and not one of them say, I'm aware of that, uh, I gather you can can make a bet on it that uh, maybe, what, 1% know? Well, we're still, we're still traveling through the state, um, Mr. Forbes can tell you, and we're still educating and enlightening our veterans and, and trying to make them aware of, of the benefits that they're entitled to. Um, Charlotte Hall Veterans Home is located in the southern part of Maryland, and those veterans in the eastern, on the eastern shore in western Maryland, we don't see a lot of veterans coming that far. So we're hoping in the future that we'll be able to fund a second veterans home in a more heavily populated area in Maryland. And that's what other states have done. Instead of building uh, large nursing homes or, or assisted living like we have at Charlotte Hall, we have a capacity of 454. Smaller homes are being built at um, other locations so veterans don't have to travel so far and families don't have to travel so far to see their loved one. Yeah. I see that your occupancy is almost equal to the employees. <laughs> that that rate has followed true. It it certainly has. Um, and we're and we found, and other state veterans homes can tell you that the care we provide, um, we provide a higher level of care. One to one ratio um, is higher. Also, 
the population, you don't see this population in other nursing homes. We're 90% male. They're all veterans. They all have um, some kind of, uh, say, post-traumatic, spre- ex- uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, uh, missing limbs, and, and, and we're seeing a lot of uh, veterans coming in with diabetes and, and kidney problems. So these are problems that are specific to veterans, veterans' homes. Mm. Boy. Now, as far as the population again, uh, you mentioned uh, veter- veterans only or uh, wartime only? Or? No. For Maryland uh, spouses, if the veteran is honorably discharged, mm-hmm. some other veterans' homes across the state re- or across the country require wartime service. Um, each state can operate their home how they want. And Maryland's requirements are for assisted living. Eligibility is, of course, honorably discharged, and also um, 62 if you're younger than 62, disabled by Social Security or VA. And the nursing home, the same requirements, except if you need nursing home care, um, that's your eligibility. You don't have to be 62 or younger or older. Say that, can I use the facilities if I'm uh, homeless? if you meet the criteria, and we have um, admitted homeless veterans uh, in the past, and that's when we came up with the age of 62 or disabled because we don't have the services, um, and those are job services, job um, and psychi- uh, psychiatric services, but we're looking at that going forward because that is such a problem. We weren't built to be a homeless shelter. We were um, built and designed to be a nursing home and assisted living. Uh, That's something the state veterans' homes are looking at. I believe Ohio is looking at using their empty beds to serve the homeless. Um, But that's a change in the program. And the VA is saying you can't fill that bed with a homeless person because that was designed to be domiciliary. So all of these regulations tie into whether you're going to get payments or not. And the association that Maryland belongs to, the National Association of State Veterans Homes, it's a wonderful organization. They lobby Congress. They're the ones that were behind the 70% rule to enable a veteran 70% or service, 70% service connected to reside in the home um, at no charge. So it's a wonderful organization that's looking out to make sure the laws um, enable the veterans to use their benefits to the max. Right. Well, we're going to jump into a break right now. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Also, check out our local sponsor page to see local businesses that support our veteran community. Just be sure to support them back. I'm Gary Ray, along with Bill and our guest, Sharon. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. 
By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join host Gary Ray as he shows what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Sharon Mattia, Director of Veterans Home Program, Charlotte Hall Veterans Home. And, Bill, you had a question. Yes, Sharon. And I'd like to just kind of uh, continue along the path that you had been discussing uh, to tell our listening audience a little bit about the makeup of the residents. Uh, uh, you know, we've got uh, uh, residents there from Vietnam going back to uh, World War II, uh, I think probably in an age range of the, uh, of the early 60s up into maybe the mid-90s and, uh, and even beyond. And, and explain to us uh, a little bit about the special needs of these individuals who are aging and suffering from disabilities. Certainly. Um, we actually have a resident who is 101, and that resident is on the assisted living side, which is the level of care that needs um, the least assistance. And we're finding we're having uh, more and more residents come in with uh, mental disorders, um, And that's not something that I saw early in my career. When I started at Charlotte Hall Veterans Home, it seemed more like your grandfather coming in who just didn't want to cut the grass anymore. His wife may have passed away. Um, And that veteran has slowly disappeared. The veterans now are having financial difficulties. They're um, coming in much sicker than they were before. And again, with mental problems and dementia is, a, is coming in a lot earlier. These, res, these veterans are coming in with early onset dementia. Uh, some is caused by alcohol or drug abuse, and some is maybe from war trauma. So that's, that's a new thing that we're tracking is the dementia. And we're having to care for these residents on the assisted living in the assisted living program because they don't qualify for nursing care. To qualify for nursing care, you need help or assistance with eating, bathing, dressing, 
um, getting out of bed. Now, these veterans can do that, but they may get lost going back to their room because of the early onset dementia. Wow. Yeah, uh, would you say uh, in any particular category with this uh, dementia condition, uh, whether it's, uh, say, with the uh, World War II Korean War veterans or the Vietnam veterans, uh, is there any kind of breakdown onto, uh, in which of those categories? Um, I would say the early onset we're seeing more in the Vietnam veterans. Mm. Um, and that's, that's something we're watching closely, the VA is looking at. We don't know why, but I, again, I did say that some of the veterans coming in have a history of alcohol and drug abuse, and that mm-hmm. is one of the reasons we're seeing an early onset in that population. Yeah, yeah. And with the baby boomers coming, we're here now. The baby boomers are here. <laughs> we are seeing so many more with dementia and struggling with memory. We have two memory care units at Charlotte Hall, 42 beds on each unit, 84 beds, and we're full. Well, that's, that's interesting, Sharon, because I think what that tells our listening uh, uh, audience is that uh, the, uh, Charlotte Hall has to continue uh, adjusting medically for those kinds of special needs that you just uh, uh, mentioned and to really to have the vision to sort of project that and be ready as it continues to become more and more of a concern. Absolutely, Bill. And how we're doing that, we can't change the veteran coming in, but we can educate the staff. And as as what we're looking, we're looking ahead. We're looking towards, um, we're not looking towards medication. We're looking towards how you approach that veteran. Some of the veterans uh, get very violent and angry if they don't understand what's going on around them. We have twice a year educational training. We invite Heather McKay. She's an expert in Alzheimer's and memory care. And we bring her from North Carolina. We spend a day uh, with staff and we invite the families. That's a very important part of um, going through this process with the veteran. The families don't understand why mom or dad is using language they've never used before or acting out, throwing things. So it's, it's, it's a combination of things trying to make that, that uh, resident calm down. And like I said, with the education, you learn how to redirect. You don't correct them if they're saying they, they need to pay for their lunch. I see that all the time. They don't want to go in and, and get their lunch because they don't have money to pay for it. And I'll say, well, Mr. Smith, come on, I'll treat you today. And he'll look at me differently, and he'll get in line and get his lunch. So there's things that happen every day, and you just need to understand how to best help that veteran at the moment. And that's the best thing we can do for our staff and the, the residents we care for. Uh, that, that's quite interesting, Sharon. And it, and it just explains to us how we've got to continue to be ahead of those kinds of concerns. One other thing I'd like for you to address is the kinds of activities that are available to the residents there, both on-site and away in terms of activities where, you know, they can get some relaxation, enjoyment, or going out for a day of fun, uh, or even having that uh, being provided right there at the, uh, at the home. 
Well, we have a wonderful activities program. Uh, Some of that is sponsored by our veteran service organizations. We have a pain management and massage therapist on site, and we found that her approach and how she can approach a a veteran if they're um, anxious or um, upset, just approaching them from the side and not and not the back that can that can always help we have bingo we have movie nights we have um star in the summertime we have a group that comes in and they bring a telescope and and they look at the stars and they they look at the um the Milky Way, and, and they talk to the veterans about what they're seeing. We have motorcycle groups that come in and bring their motorcycles and have hot dogs and hamburgers, and they, they take the residents around in the golf cart and let them uh, judge, you know, best one, two, and three. We have uh, poker runs, uh, the benefit, the veterans' home. We have groups that sponsor our spring and summer dance, and our spring and winter dance, or, or prom, we call it. And we, um, oh my goodness, we have uh, painting artists come in and spend time with the veterans, showing them different painting techniques. We have woodworking. Like I said, bingo is very popular. Ice cream socials. Uh, they have country rides. We have a bus that was donated by the American Legion, an 18-passenger bus, and we take them out on country rides. They go to Walmart. Um, they may go to the mall. Fishing trips, we've taken them on the Chesapeake Bay for fishing trips. Uh, there's a vacation for vets. There's a local um, park that has cabins, and a group sponsors that cabin, and we have several residents that spend the night there. Oh my goodness, Bill! We have all kind. Of, you know, you've been there. You've seen the activities that we provide um, on on floor activities for those residents that can't come off. We have um, it's a it's equipment called it's never too late, and it's a um, TV screen that has commercials from the 40s and 50s. You can Skype to your family all kinds of movies. We can roll that around to the unit so those residents on the memory care unit that we can't take off can enjoy that as well. And we have a fenced-in garden for the memory care so they can go outside and sit and we don't have to worry about them wandering off. Gary, I can tell you this is an excellent facility. I have watched this facility when what I think we made reference to is phase one to where it is now, and I guess in the in in the, in the last phase of how it, it has been expanded, uh, the kinds of things that are are, are available there, the outstanding uh, staff. Uh, uh, there to uh, take care of our veterans. It's just a, a, a very fine place to be, and it's uh, you know it's in a very uh, quiet, serene location, a very large campus, and uh, I don't know. I probably missed something, uh, uh, Sharon. <laughs> so you can fill in. <laughs> That's a, you know, I didn't. Oh, you were just there to visit. <laughs> you know, I still can't believe 101 years old. That must be from the Iraq Afghanistan. Oh, no, guys, I'm only kidding. No. <laughs> but one of these one of these days you'll get there. <laughs> uh, his name is Babe and he doesn't need any help walking down the hall. He's amazing. All right. All right. Uh, Sharon, maybe why don't you explain uh, the State Veterans uh, Home Program and the Construction Grant Program? Certainly. Uh, The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs offers only to states a program where 
65% of the funding to construct and equip a veteran's home is paid for if there's matching state funds of the 35%. Uh, Charlotte Hall or Maryland is on the list. We're number 100 on the list if we would come up with matching funds for a second state veteran's home. Um, And once you're uh, certified and surveyed and approved, the VA will come in. They survey you annually to make sure that you're uh, following their guidelines uh, the state of Maryland also comes in and surveys to uh, to make sure everything, uh, life safety, uh, nursing regulations are being followed. But it's a great program. When you hear there's 100 pro- or 99 projects ahead of Maryland, the State Veterans Home Program also um, provides funding if you need renovation. Uh, we just had three emergency generators installed at Charlotte Hall, and 65% of that funding came from the VA, and that was a million project. Um, If you look at the list, there's kitchen renovations, there's um, uh, other veterans' home. Oregon just opened their uh, second veterans' home. It was a 100, it's a 120 bed facility and they're coming to Charlotte Hall in uh, the end of February to tour our home to get ideas how we manage our contract. Most homes are operated with state employees, and not contracted out. Maryland was the first state veterans home to go with contract management in 1984. In other words, um, we have a company on site and there's five state employees in Maryland and the other 395 are contract employees who operate the home, dietary, housekeeping, nursing, laundry, security, maintenance. So those functions are provided by the contractor, HMR of Maryland, and the state staff, myself included, provides the oversight. And the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs tells the states, you operate how you want, you follow our regulations, and you qualify for the per diem. All right. Well, guess what time it is? It's time Time for that break. break. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of great things starting to happen at the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Giveaways, contests, coupons, and the best way to stay updated and stay on the list, just on your phone, pick up your phone and text the word HERO. That's H-E-R-O. H-E-R-O, and text it to 80464, 80464. That way you'll be on the list and you'll know about the latest updates. I'm Gary Ray, along with Bill and our guest Sharon. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes 
ChristianWomenOfGod.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Sharon Matia, Director, Veterans Home Program, Charlotte Hall Veterans Home. And, uh, Bill, you had a question about the spouses. Yes, uh, we'd like, Sharon, to uh, tell our audience about the the spouses, but also the the, the support mechanism that uh, the residents receive from their families and integrating the spouses and the kind of interaction that uh, Sharon has with the veteran community by way of the uh, Veterans Commission. Uh, certainly, uh, home, Bill. Home Commission, excuse me. Veterans Home Commission. Yeah. Um, Governor Ehrlich, I believe, in 2006 or maybe 2005, um, signed an executive order to allow spouses to reside at Charlotte Hall Veterans Home. And that was a wonderful, um, again, looking looking ahead type of decision that was made. Some, a lot of veterans' homes don't allow spouses, but we do, and that's such a marvelous uh, addition when you are placing your father in the home and mom is left at home. We, yes. have, we have four different couples at the veterans' home now. They're not in the same room because they don't require the same level of care, but that, that can be... Um, that can be adjusted. We have one couple, and the husband visits the wife every day. Another time, uh, we had another couple, and I remember walking down the hall, and he would crawl in bed beside her, and they'd watch TV. <laughs> and that just would bring a tear to my eye every time I passed their room. Wow. It's just a... Um, it's just another way to make the final years, and, and they know when they come there, that's probably you know, their last stop. So allowing their uh, spouse to come, it's just such a great thing that we, that Marilyn did to um, make it more of a home. And we have women veterans. We have 20 women veterans at Charlotte Hall, and we're seeing more and more every day. Um, also, a different feature is the Maryland Veterans Home Commission, which is a 11-member board appointed by the governor. Also, the governor is an, an ex officio member along with the Speaker of the House and the President of the Senate, or their designee. And the Maryland Veterans Home Commission comes together four to five times a year, um, and they provide oversight. They provide, um, they're also a marketing branch, so to speak, for Charlotte Hall. Whenever they're out at their organizations or community, community events, you know, they're the expert, the go-to person to talk about Charlotte Hall and the uh, wonderful amenities that we have on site. <clears throat> Which brings me to another thing. We have a barber and beauty um, parlor on site, and Bill, you've seen that. That yes. looks like a, an old-time barber shop with the black yes. and white tile floors and the shaving <laughs> mugs on the wall. Yeah. Um, so we have on-site medical services. We have podiatrists. Uh, we have optometry. We have dental, which means our veterans don't have to go out to get those services. 
Um, and that's a hardship a lot of times for the veterans if they have to uh, go far away or go 20 miles to get those services. So we have on-site dental, podiatry, um, x-rays, uh, optometry. They can get their glasses. So those, those are wonderful services to have available, and that's an amenity that we're able to offer. It's basically a VA clinic, huh? It's, well, we have a VA clinic in our backyard. That's, yes. that's another oh. feature about Charlotte right. Hall. Um, yeah. the, the VA community outpatient clinic is located right there in our, in our parking lot. And uh, our veterans are able to utilize that. And the community also comes in, and um, they're more familiar with Charlotte Hall. So that's a win-win situation. We also have a veteran service officer on staff now. And, Bill, I'm not sure if you know about that. Yes, yes, um, I'm aware. That's a wonderful addition. That's uh, a contract employee, but she's been able to sit with every veteran that comes in and make sure they're aware of whatever other benefits they're entitled to or their spouse. Um, Our assisted living residents have benefited in the last year and a half by almost, and this is $80,000 worth of benefits they're receiving a month that they weren't getting before we had the veteran service officer in. So that means, Sharon, that they're there and they're capable of taking claims and filing them on behalf of the veteran uh, with the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs to get that process going. Exactly. A veteran-certified veteran service officer. And that also helps the state of Maryland because uh, as part of the assisted living program and how we do it in Maryland, we take 90% of the veteran's income and what the VA per diem doesn't cover and the veterans' income, not, not any of their assets, but their income doesn't cover, the state of Maryland subsidizes that veteran. So with them getting another fifteen or $1,600 a month from aid and attendance, um, that reduces the state's portion as well. Well, absolutely, and that, and that's what I always made reference to and still do, that these are new federal dollars that are coming to the state of Maryland. Uh, you know, it, it helps with our, 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 our tax base and to defray those kinds of costs, and the, and, and the veteran has those funds available uh, to be able to uh, expand. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think back, I wish we had done that 20 years ago, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. we've got so many things going on at Charlotte Hall. We just opened a on-site pharmacy um, with a automatic pill packager, and some, of, some CVS and Rite Aid pharmacies don't even have an automatic pill packager. Um, that was a renovated space. Uh, we have a pharmacist and two farm technicians. Now, we're supplying and stocking the pharmacy. We're hoping to get that up and running in March. We also, last year, um, began an uh, electronic medical record system. That's now in place, and there's, there's smart charting right on the wall. The, the um, aide can go outside the room and immediately record Mr. Smith's blood pressure, um, all of his um, intake and outtake for the morning. So we're in the forefront of things happening. Now, and they were Sean, in addition to that, uh, just tell our uh, tell 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 our audience about uh, uh, about the um, uh, emergencies uh, when we have a a resident who's got an emergency with the local hospitals and clinic that uh, that they're in support of the uh, 
of the of the home also. Oh, absolutely. We have three transfer agreements with uh, local hospitals. Charlotte Hall is in the middle of. Um, we're directly in the middle of three. Hospitals within 15 miles, and we have transport agreements with them. We also have a disaster plan agreement with the uh, local schools. If there was any kind of outbreak and we had to evacuate Charlotte Hall, we have memorandums of understanding uh, with local schools should we need their space. Um, We do disaster training once a month. So we're looking ahead if, if what happens, how do we shelter in place, so um, staff are very cognizant of, you know, how, I guess, how sick our residents are and what would it take to keep them safe in a disaster. So I kind of went off on another tangent there. There's so many things going through my mind. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sharon, what about, um, uh, the, you know, the, it looks like a community, basically. Everything's set right where, right in the center of the hospitals. The, I mean, you have the clinics, you have the advocates, you have... Uh, are all 151 of these uh, establishments throughout the U.S. set up that way? No, um, no, they're not. I haven't been to um, very many. I've been to the one in New York, and they're actually on the campus of Stony Brook University. So they're in a very good location uh, to get interns and physicians. That's one thing that uh, Charlotte Hall is a little bit out of the way. We'd like to get um, interns from the VA, but we're not able to do that. Um, I'm trying to think. The one in, in Vermont is mostly out in the country, and I don't believe they have a clinic on site. That's one thing we'd like to do is to visit each other's home. This May, the Northeast region state veterans' homes are coming to Maryland. I've initiated a mini-conference, so to speak, so we've got states from Maryland North that are coming to Charlotte Hall to look at our home, to see our home, and to tour our state capitol. So it's a constant sharing of information, um, trying not to reinvent the wheel. You know, if another state's doing something that's really working, we want to know about it, and we're talking about it because there's not another facility in Maryland like us. So we have to reach out to the other states to see, you know, what you're doing with the VA, how your medical center uh, uh, works with you. Our medical center of jurisdiction is the VADC Medical Center. So we're surveyed by them. Um, Any of the um, uh, reimbursements that we file for monthly go to the VA in D.C. Now, if the Alabama home is having problems, it could be totally different because they have a different medical center of jurisdiction. So it's not one size fits all, it seems. Sharon, mm-hmm. is what about, um, um, you know, just <laughs> I had it on the tip of my tongue here. Um, the question that came up uh, when I was talking to Bill the other day was uh, about this. I'm, I'm sorry if this was brought up before because I, it's something that's important. What happens uh, when there's a spouse living there and the veteran dies? That's not a problem. That's, that's um, I mean, the, the spouse is still entitled to be there, whether, they're vet, whether their husband or spouse, veteran is living or deceased. That's not an uh, issue. All right. Why don't you give our listeners, uh, you have a website? We certainly do, www.charhall.org, charhall.org. And if you Google Charlotte Hall Veterans Home, we should be near the top. 
Gary, I, I'd just like to say very quickly that, uh, you know, these, these homes uh, around the, the, the country, they're very unique and they are, uh, operate a little bit differently, but it's serving the needs of, uh, of the veterans that they, uh, they, they have to serve. I, I've visited the, uh, the, the home uh, in Richmond, Virginia there, uh, Sharon, as you know, the Barfoot and Sutter, mm-hmm. which is on the campus of the VA hospital there. Uh, so they're right close by. They, their facilities are smaller with like uh, about 120 beds as opposed to Charlotte Hall being a larger uh, uh, facility and also the uh, facility in uh, Napa Valley, uh, California, which really reminds me of a high-rise hotel <laughs> with, I think, uh, they, they, they can house about uh, 1,100 people in, in, in that facility. All right. Guess what time it is? Break. Break again. <laughs> That's right. You win a brand new Amana TV. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, uh, be sure <laughs> be, be sure to check out our, our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. It's it's a business that's there to save you money. If you need a first, if you need a merchant account, uh, definitely. Give Josh a call, First Class Merchant Services. Call him right now at 407-401-0772. That's 407-401-0772. I'm Gary Ray, along with our guest, uh, Sharon and Bill. And you're listening to the American Heroes Radio, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Sharon Mattia, Director, Veterans Home Program, Charlotte Hall Veterans Home. Now, um, Sharon, uh, do you guys have volunteers? Oh, we have a, some, a tremendous volunteer support system. Um, 
groups from the DAV, the American Legion, the VFW. Um, They support bingos. Um, Mr. Forbes can tell you he delivers a check every couple of months to support (laughs) bingo. Um, And we're able to have prizes. Uh, Bingo is about four times a, a week. So that's a very popular activity. Last year, we logged in over 20,000 hours in volunteer service. That's tremendous support. We honor our volunteers every year at a volunteer program, and we give out uh, recognition certificates and awards acknowledging the hours of service or the monetary donations. Uh, last year, we had a group, uh, Southern Maryland, Cruising for Southern Maryland, and they raised enough money and labor and materials to erect a 60 by 30 foot uh, covered pavilion that we use all the time in the summer and the spring for activities, cookouts. Um, Also, they sponsor our proms and dances. Uh, I believe last year we had over $120,000 in monetary donations for Charlotte Hall, and we used that to purchase rehab equipment, um, I just purchased a $6,000 rehab bicycle that um, tracks their heart rate, how far they go, uh, where uh, they need to increase their strength. So that was a really nice um, thing that we were able to provide that isn't in my budget. That's a not six- in the budget. Things like that are not in the budget. And if it wasn't for the volunteers um, donating these kinds of funds, we would be doing without. The veterans would be doing without. Sharon, you said six thousand dollars for that bike. Yes, it is. I could, I could have gave you a couple Harleys for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a commercial, commercial built um, uh, therapeutic bicycle that has all kinds of gadgets to it, um, and they can use it in the wheelchair or they can get out of their wheelchair and, and use that. We have a um, clothing store that's operated by a volunteer, and if we have anybody in any need, whether it be shoes, jogging pants, T-shirts, whatever they need, we can go out with gift cards and buy them. A lot of groups uh, donate Walmart gift cards. That way, if somebody needs a size 12 shoe, we can go to Walmart and get that. Um, So those are things that have been more useful lately, gift cards. We're not able to use cash. I don't have a petty cash fund. And a lot of companies don't use, uh, we use purchase orders in the state of Maryland, and they don't want to hear about a purchase order. So gift cards are very, very nice to, to be able to use and send our staff to get exactly what our residents need. Sharon, as you were mentioning uh, the support of the uh, volunteers, one thing uh, came to mind, and I, and I know when I was there working with the state, I think we may have had an occasion or two where a resident passed away and was not able to uh, uh, handle the, the the funeral expense course, as you know, Gary, we have a uh, we have a state veteran cemetery system, so we can inter these individuals free of charge. But when a situation like that comes up, explain the kind of support that uh, the home has had in taking care of those final expenses, especially for the funeral. Absolutely. Um, Some of our donations go into what we call a final honors fund, and that is available if if the resident or the family doesn't have resources for burial. So we have a local uh, funeral home that provides a really good rate for those veterans, and we provide a, um, a service. 
so that veteran always has someone there, and it's a dignified service. Also, we've initiated, it's, it's been a while now that when we lose a veteran, when, they're, when they leave the building, we have a, a flag draped over that veteran, and along the hallway, anyone who's in the hallway salutes. And that's their final exit. So um, the final honor fund, we use that probably once, once or twice a month for veterans who die without funds. And, and that can be $1,000. Unbelievable. Sharon, uh, how, do, how, do our, how do our listeners uh, donate to you? Um, if you go to our website, there's an address. We don't have an online uh, service set up, but we're looking to do that. And they would write a check to Charlotte Hall Veterans Home, and in the notation below, there's a fund, Veterans Assistance Fund, and that can be used in, for anything. We can use that for final honors. We can use that for bingo. We can use that if there's a trip or a special something special the veterans want to do, the Veterans Assistance Fund, and send it to the address, um, Charlotte Hall Veterans Home and Charlotte Hall Maryland, and we'll make sure they get a thank you. Every donation is recognized by me and my office um, to let them know that we appreciate it. Uh, Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, the Maryland Veterans Home Commission, and the staff and the family of Charlotte Hall Veterans Home recognize that we could not do what we do if it wasn't for their support, uh, ours and monetary donations. All right. Uh, Sharon, grab a pencil and paper, uh, copy down this number. Four zero four zero seven four zero one zero seven seven two. That's the first class merchant services. He's very veteran uh, friendly. Uh, this this guy will lean over, bend over backwards to help you guys out. Wonderful. And, uh, he is he is uh, actually owns the first class merchant services, and he saves quite a bit of our uh, clientele, lots and lots of money every month. So check him out. I mean, it would help. I certainly okay. will. I All certainly right. will. So what else can you tell? Oh, you sent me a list of 151 homes, uh, veteran homes throughout the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, is that available on your website? Or is it's that... available on the National Association of State Veterans Home. Uh, that's where you'd have to go to find that website or that information. You click on your state or the state you're inquiring about, and it will have a drop-down box of all the homes that are located in that state. And then you can go to their website and find out what their admission criteria is, their eligibility requirements, and if it's a contract home or if it's a state-run home. Um, so it's a very, very useful website, and I don't know if that's on the Charlotte Hall website, but you just brought something good to mind. We're going to have a link to that. Yes, I think you should because, again, everybody knows Charlotte Hall now, mm-hmm. so now they can get familiar with their, uh, somebody in some uh, home in their area. Well, they can and, certainly uh, give me a call um, at my number as well. And what's that? 240-577-7002. Once again, 240-577-7002. Great, great. And uh, we only have a couple of minutes left. Sharon, it was a pleasure having you on our show today. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Just that um, I have always been very patriotic. I didn't serve myself, but coming along, I just was impressed with uh, those who did 
And it's been my honor and my passion to be able to do that the last 30 years at Charlotte Hall. And I'm very proud of what we have. Mr. Forbes is a huge uh, part of what we've done in the past, and I just look forward to doing it for many more years and serving as many veterans as we can. Wow. It was a pleasure, Sharon. Thank you, Gary, and thank you, Bill. And Bill, do you have any? Bill? Well, I, you know, I, I just like to uh, uh, um, say that, uh, Sharon, thank you very much for your dedicated uh, support to our veterans there. Uh, it's an outstanding home. It's, it's outstanding because you're at the leadership and you've got some great people there on we the do. staff. I, I remember most of them, and when I get down there, uh, you know, I try to uh, to recognize them and have a conversation. So now that you are a certified broadcaster since you passed your apprenticeship <laughs> right. today, we will have you back again on the show. Absolutely. Right. I'd love to. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. All right. Well, thank you, you very much. Thank you. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And yes, you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network Radio spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm your host, Gary Ray, signing off. And thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel. And we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of men.